There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. Uh, so for the past few days, a lot of you guys have been asking, where is Statman? What's going on with Statman? And, uh, well, sadly, it's it's nothing that we would wish on him or anybody else, something that he's having to go through right now. And he joins us on the phone right now. Good morning, Stat. Hey, guys. You guys have been doing a great job holding down the fort. Oh, well, thank you very much. Thank you. Well, you have been going through a lot of stuff here lately. Well, and I'm going to ask some advice from you, Big Dave, here in just a little bit, because you've dealt with this uh, for quite a long time, and I am just now starting to. And that's uh, a week ago. My mom was at the doctor, and they said um, she has some sort of blood cancer, and she's going to need to get transferred. And, you know, she's going to have a long road to recovery, but it's a beatable battle. So we thought, okay, everything's all right. Wednesday, I went and visited my mom to get the diagnosis, so we were all together, and we got the worst news possible, um, acute myeloid le- leukemia, mm. and her body was riddled with it, but she was, uh, she told doctor right off the bat, I'm not afraid to die, but if you doctors think it's not my time, let's see what you could do, and we're all like, oh, no, and my, pa- my father passed away three years, three months ago, and she's really missed my dad, um, and it was like she almost got this little glimmer, like I'm gonna go see my my John, mm-hmm. and uh, and so we put up a good battle, and uh, she w- was able to communicate for a little while. My brother flew in from Colorado in time before they put her on the ventilator, and she couldn't speak. And then uh, uh, she slowly slipped away on, on Thursday, and uh, and then Friday. Uh, she was basically already with my dad. We just had to let her body go through nature's course and follow with God's plan and go up to heaven. And, uh, yes, yeah, so she passed away, but uh, we got lots of beautiful memories. She prepared all of her kids. There's six of us, um, for this. We didn't know she was preparing us, but she did, um, her last moments were uh, we were watching the Bengals game together in her room. She was going to go back for an MRI. We watched uh, Joe Burrow score a touchdown, and she went back. And as far as she knows, the Bengals are a great winning team right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, God bless you, buddy. I mean, you know, we were all uh, we just loved Mama Stat. And the times we were around her, just uh, no doubt uh, welcomed in- into the pearly gates with open arms. No, there's no, There was no waiting list for her there. No, we have no doubt where she went. We have uh, services at St. Bart's coming up on Friday uh, in the evening, 4 to 7. Uh, and then at St. Bart's, we got a beautiful mass planned on Saturday at 10 a.m. And it's open to the public. She worked with so many different churches in this area. It's been amazing how many people have reached out. I had no idea how busy this woman was. She just couldn't stop. I think raising six kids and trying to get all six of them ready to go to church every Sunday morning and out the door is where I got my work ethic from because my mom just doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. And once we all were grown, she just kind of took the church under her wing and just 
didn't stop. Just helped out so many, and it, it just blows my mind the generosity that she was providing to everybody here. Um, but Dave, I, I think about you a lot, and I know that's weird, but I do because you lost your parents a long time ago, and you mm-hmm. continue to go on, and somehow you find a way to put your boots on and and go do a great show and 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 have fun. And uh, and I I don't I don't know. I keep finding myself wondering, like, what am I doing? Like I was, I I got on the radio because I couldn't get my parents' attention. I had to get on on a broadcast antenna <laughs> to say, "Hey, I'm over here." There's six of us, and I had to get my attention somehow. And now I'm like, "Well, how do you do it, man?" Well, you know, it's just, it's just. I mean, I know it's a cliche, but one step at a time, one day at a time with it. I mean, you know, I lost my mom right after I turned thirty, and then my dad. Uh, probably like 13 years ago. And, and you know, it just uh, every year it gets a little easier and you just try to remember, you know, the good times and everything else. And, and, and you know, just and luckily for you, Stacy and Jane, both of them are old enough to have formed. They'll, they'll always have a mental picture yeah, of the grandma. Of grandma. I mean, oh, yeah. always oh, have man. that. So yeah. you got that yeah. going for you. And just remember the good times and. Just try to hang in there, buddy. We love you, and we're thinking about you. There's no doubt about that. I love you guys, too. Uh, I do want to say one little fun thing, and that's when uh, that's, they told us after her, her stroke that she could still hear us. And uh, I, I think before the second stroke, um, that really you know changed the course of all the medical action, was uh, my sister and I were in the room. She's fighting the chemo battle, and we're letting her rest. She was kind of fidgeting around. And we started playing Kings in the Corner, a game our grandma and grandpa taught us how to play. And uh, she was listening to her kids playing games and, and talking about mm-hmm. our kids and, and hanging out. And I think it was she had the most peaceful soundtrack to listen to as she went and visited my dad. And, and that just gave me great peace of just knowing that if, you know, my kids, when I was in that situation, that'd be the song I'd want to hear is my kids playing mm-hmm. Kings in the Corner. Yeah, um, like you say, music but, to her ears, no doubt about it. Yeah. Now I just got to, you know, put my boots on and, and get through this, this week. And it's tough, man, all the stories and all the people and everything. It's wonderful. But, boy, is it tough. Yeah, well, just lot. know that soon that sadness uh, will be replaced with happiness as you go through her life and see all that she yeah. did. I mean, we went to a a fish fry over there at St. Bart's where she was so yeah. involved. You would have thought we walked in with the Pope when we walked in over there with her. I mean, she was, she was the VIP of VIPs over there. So, uh, mama stat rest in peace and, and your whole family, we're praying for you and love you. And we'll, we'll see you guys here soon. And if anybody wanted to send flowers or anything in lieu of that, we just are asking people to make a donation to St. Bart's church because they're going to need it. They're down an employee and I, they don't know how they're going to recover after the amount of work my mom was putting in up there. She did a lot. St. Bartholomew there in Finneytown. Stat, yeah. we'll see you yeah. soon, buddy. We love you. We love you. Hey, I love both of you guys. Miss you. Hang in I'll there, buddy. Probably in a week, in Monday. I, uh, as soon as I get through all this mass, gosh, my mom has a lot of work for us to do this week. But once I get through it all, I can't wait to come back and have some fun again with you guys. Yep. It'll be much needed, buddy. All right. We'll see you soon and hang in there. Hey, love you, Ashley. Love you, Big Dave. Love Love you you too, buddy. More of the Big Dave Podcast. 
In the Who Was Right last night courtroom, uh, this morning we welcome in a voice you're familiar with. Uh, she fills in for the large one, Grover Collins, but he's out. You hear her on the weekends here at B105. Dana is with us. Good morning, Dana. Good morning, Big Dave. This is Dana versus her mother this morning, <laughs> and it has to do with Thanksgiving. Let's have it. The floor is yours, girl. I'm feeling a little bit like nobody wants to be with us on Thanksgiving this year. Oh, no. So I, yeah, I, um, I called my sister. I'm like, hey, what are you guys doing? And she's like, well, we're going to host um, my husband's family. You know, like his brother's coming down from Toledo and then uh, his niece and her husband and their little girl who's like three. And um, she said, we don't really have room for you guys because their place isn't you know, that big. I'm like, oh, okay, well, maybe you can handle mom have mom come and then we can have dad come be with us because my parents are divorced. Okay. She's like, yeah, she's like, okay, that's good. So I'm like, okay. So my next call is we get a hold of my husband's sister to see if we're going to be with them. And then my dad, you know, could come along and come to find out they're going to London. They have six kids. (laughs) So so we're not going to be with them. Isn't that how home alone started by the way? Any other kids named Kevin? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, I'll call my dad. So I'm like, dad, hey, are you guys, you know, coming for Thanksgiving? He's like, oh, no, uh, Zola's making a turkey and Johnny's coming down. I'm like, uh, Zola's his wife. I'm like, oh, okay. So, and we're not invited. So that leaves me, my husband, and our two daughters. They're teenagers. And then we're having Nana over. That's my husband's mom. Okay. I thought, well, maybe, okay, I will call my mom and see if she wants to come be with us because her and Nana are around the same age. They like hanging out, you know, and that way Leslie can just, my sister can just toast her husband's family. Sure. So I call my mom. I'm like, mom, hey, dad's not coming over. Why don't you come over and have Thanksgiving with us? And she's like, oh, no, no. I want to see the little girl they're bringing over. To your sister's? Wait, they're bringing a baby, so she's just blowing you off to go see a baby? Well, she's not even a baby. She's like three, and she's not even like our family. <laughs> oh, no. Dana, wait a minute. Okay. Have you had kitchen fails, or, or what's your, are you cooking? Are they scared of your cooking? I mean, whoa. No, we're really good cooks. I mean, my husband's going to smoke a turkey. We brine it. It's always really good. And so I felt kind of hurt by that. At the same time, I thought it was kind of funny. I mean, it's not like my mom has ever been into other people's kids before. (laughs) Yeah, so Uh, this is a kid she doesn't, no relation to. She just wants to be at your sister's house because this random three-year-old girl is going to be there. (laughs) Yes. So she would rather be with her than you. Her own daughter and her her grandkids. Grandkids. (laughs) Yes, and and my daughter, Romy, she's like, I'm kind of sad. I'm kind of hurt this year that nobody's going to be with us. And and grandma doesn't want to come. What about our granddaughters? Yeah, seriously. Wow. All right. So do you have a closing argument at all here before we go to our abbreviated jury with Statman out today? Well, so am I wrong for um, wanting my mom or thinking she should come over and spend Thanksgiving with us, her actual family instead of her reason being to stay at my sister's is to see some little girl that's not even part of our family. Okay. Ashley. Wow. uh, This is a tough one. Dana, I'm I'm on your side, but here's what I'm thinking. Like I'm used to going to like 45 Thanksgivings. Can't she do both? See the little girl, then come over? 
No, she doesn't drive, so we would have to go pick her up. Oh, okay. okay, okay. Big Dave, where are you falling on this? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know. I think Big Dave's probably coming over to your house to eat, because it sounds like you're going to have a lot of food. Yeah, you, I mean, yeah, I pretty Dave, much. Definitely. I stopped listening after a smoked turkey. I heard that. No. Um, <laughs> Dana, I want to side with you, because I think, you know what? She should come to your house for Thanksgiving, yeah. because her granddaughters are there, and her daughter is there. Yeah. So, I mean. There's got to be other people out there with like similar situations. Like, what do they do? Yeah. In this? All right. So we sided with you two to nothing, but let's see through the app <laughs> and at seven four nine B one zero five. What do you think? Uh, do you side with Dana and feel that she's right and going? Hey, mom, what's up? Why not come here? Or do you side with her mom who wants to go see some three year old <laughs> girl that she's not related to at her sister's Thanksgiving? All right. So let's see, Dana. Okay. Okay. All right. And best of luck to you. Okay. <laughs> I hope my mom's not listening. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, she's going to hear about this. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. All right, 749-B105 and also through the app. In the meantime, let's grab a traffic check. Denise Johnson, hey. We still have that accident westbound 275 at the airport exit, which is Kentucky 212. Traffic is slow from 7175. You also have a broken down vehicle now, northbound 7175 at 275. You've got slow traffic north 7175 all the way from 275 to the river. Traffic is slow southbound 75 right at the Ronald Reagan merge and northbound on 71 seeing a slowdown right around Red Bank. Get up and go Metro to go shopping. Ride Metro free on Friday, November 24th. Metro riding is believing. I'm Denise Johnson. That's your traffic. Thank you, Denise. Looking at morning rain. Some more rounds to come through. Then scattered showers the rest of the day. 59. Clouds and 40 tonight. 48 tomorrow. Then sunshine and 53 for Turkey Day on Thursday. Right now, we got rain and 47 here at B105. Oh my goodness, the B105 app uh, is getting pretty active on this one. Brian says, uh, you're husband might smoke a turkey but sounds like the turkey may not show up either <laughs> all right there we go keep them coming. more of the big dave podcast b105 this morning we heard from our b105 part-timer uh dana who is having problems with thanksgiving because no one's coming to her thanksgiving her mom is going to her sister's Thanksgiving to see some random three-year-old girl that she's not related to, but just wants to see this girl. And she's like, mom, come be with your granddaughters at our house. Nope. She gave her the Heisman on that. We sided with Dana two to nothing, but we're just wondering, is there anybody out there on team mom here? And Jessica from Milford is, why is that? Um, I think that she should not be so upset at her mom because she told her mom to have her sister first. And then when no one else wanted to hang out with her on Thanksgiving, she went to her mom as like a leftover. Oh, but we, you know what? We Th love those leftovers. Yeah, Thanksgiving leftovers <laughs> are the best, aren't they? <laughs> right, but because dad wouldn't come and because other people wouldn't come, now she's mad that her third option wouldn't come when she already told her sister to take her mom. Okay, gotcha. Well, thank you for the call, Jessica. Yeah. And happy Thanksgiving. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. And uh, Jackie from Delhi is on team... Dana. Sided with Dana. Give her some love. Why is that? Um, because I'm kind of in the same boat as she is. You got to realize there's a lot of kids out there and there's a lot of siblings. And you just got to have mom when mom wants something. 
And let mom see what it feels like to be on that side of it. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Defense. And that sometimes fixes that little gap between the two and mom thinks a little more next time. All right. Yeah, good call. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you. Carolyn's weighed in on the B105 app. Mom is wrong. Does everyone have to have Thanksgiving meal on the same day? Can they choose a different day and have everybody together? Otherwise, she just needs to enjoy her quiet Thanksgiving with her children and her husband and don't let mom aggravate or ruin your day. Jeannie says if her mom was invited to her sister's first, that should have been the reason to decline, not a non-related three-year-old girl. True. And then Tim weighs in. My mother-in-law is coming to our house. I'll gladly go to Dana's. (laughs) (laughs) It's a 743. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, The Big Dave Show. We're out here at the Industrial Road Skyline doing Coney's for Toys. And I got Veronica here as we interrupt her Skyline lunch here. But thank you, first of all, for donating. You're welcome. Yeah, 10,000 toys for girls and boys going on strong now. And I need to know, Veronica, do you have a Thanksgiving kitchen horror story? Something terrible that happened when you were making Thanksgiving dinner? I mean, I was making a turkey once, and my mom always told me I would know it'd be done because the little thing would pop out. Yeah. And it popped out, and so I went to cut it and stuff, and it was still raw. Now, how did that happen? It, it popped out, and the turkey wasn't done. What happened? I don't know. I think I was playing with it before. I don't know if I loosened it up or something. You must have gotten it going earlier. So when I was pregnant, my mom would always tell me I would know the baby was about to be due because my belly button would pop out. (laughs) Well, my belly button never popped out. So I'm playing with this turkey like, damn, I'm going to make this thing make sure it pops out. Well, it popped out, but it wasn't done. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully your baby was done. Uh, Two weeks late, but yeah. (laughs) More than done. Yes. So what did you do? How did you save the turkey? I threw it away and made a ham. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving, Veronica. You too. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, boy. I tell you what. uh, Thanksgiving kitchens are... uh, there could be some nightmares coming out of them. Yeah, uh, several. So there's things that they want you to watch out for, like overcomplicating the menu. Oh, putting just, too much stuff on there, trying to... stick to, g- to what you know. Yeah. Turkey, mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce, green bean casserole. Mm-hmm. Or waiting to the last minute to try to get it all together. Yeah, that's not a good idea. Then you're in a panic. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I hate that feeling. And not planning around your oven space is I, another one. I think that's a big one because people are like, because if you're going to have a bunch of hot dishes and you got to cook the sides, of course, the turkey's going to take up the lion's share of the oven, pretty much the whole thing. So unless you got like a two oven set going Some there. Some people do have that. Yeah, it's nice. And they're saying, do not test new recipes out around this time. Oh, I never thought of that. You, <laughs> you shouldn't trot out something you haven't tried before. Right, just to stick, make, stick to what you know. Yeah, that'd be the bad data. Because this is like the showcase. This is like the Super Bowl of food <laughs> out there. You know what I'm saying? So you don't want to try out something. Oh, my God, did you try that? That was terrible. <laughs> Knowing us, though, we'd be like, eh, it was all right. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> all right. So, so, uh, kitchen se- fails, man. 749-B105. If you've got a Thanksgiving kitchen fail you want to share with us, we would love to hear from you this morning right here. You can also reach us through the B105 app. 
uh, if you have a Thanksgiving fail you want to share. Come on, we'd love to hear it. Erica coming through the B105 app says, yeah, I did it once. I left the bag inside the turkey when I cooked it. Yeah, I think that's happened to a lot of folks. Erica, don't feel bad. More of the Big Dave podcast. B105, the Big Dave show. Turkey Day coming up Thursday. And uh, we're looking for you to share your Thanksgiving kitchen nightmares with us. Something horrible that happened as you were preparing the feast there. Roy from Batavia, what happened to you, man? Thanksgiving morning. My sister put the turkey in the oven at my parents' house. They left for a while, went to church, come back. My dad turned the oven off. <laughs> Wait, he turned the oven off before they left for church? They're in church. He turned it off when the turkey was in there. He didn't want to get overdone, so he turned it off. It wasn't even done. Oh, my gosh. Did your sister kill him? Uh, all of us was just about to. <laughs> so w- once you realize this, how much longer did you have to cook the turkey and wait to eat? Three hours, I think. It's been a long time ago. Wow, three hours. Oh, man, that's a long time to sit there hungry. Don't touch the stove. That's the greatest chef in the world, but he tried. (laughs) More of the Big Dave podcast. B105, the Big Dave show. You know, uh, two days away from Thanksgiving, we're uh, wanting you to share your Thanksgiving horror stories with us. Uh, Jessica from Florence is here with us. Good morning, Jessica. Good morning. So what is yours? So when my brother was younger, like, say, I don't know, probably eight or nine, he um, said to my mom, Mom, I locked the turkey in the oven. And she's like, what do you mean you locked the turkey in the oven? He's like, I locked the turkey in the oven. And she was like, oh, no. When you lock the turkey, the self-clean mode starts automatically on the oven. (laughs) So it goes to, like, 500 degrees. And thankfully, she stopped it in time. So it was just like the outside that was like black. And so yeah, my dad had to like actually pull the oven out and unplug it from the wall because you couldn't get it to just stop once it went into the self-clean mode. Oh my gosh. That sounds like it's out of a movie. Come on. Oh my gosh. It was crazy. Well, wait, how did the turkey turn out in the end? It actually turned out okay. We ate a little bit long later because we had to wait for the oven to cool down and restart the turkey. <laughs> Wow. Goodness. <laughs> wow. Those self-clean cycles are really long, too. They are. I did the self-clean on my washer the other day. It's like six hours. I'm oh like, well, goodness. I guess it's a good thing I didn't have to wash anything. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. Well, happy Thanksgiving to you, Jessica. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. And uh, Holly from Latonia, what's your Thanksgiving kitchen nightmare? Well, I had my daughter helping me one morning, and um, I stuck a Cornish hen inside my turkey. And I had her, and I was like, hey, go over and get that stuff out so we can boil it for the stuffing. And she stuck her hand in there and pulled it out. And she said, Mom, it's pregnant. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So you did this just to mess with her. Just to mess with her, yeah. (laughs) Well, did you eat both? No, we ended up just making the turkey, but I just wanted to prank her. (laughs) That's a good one. Thank you for sharing. Thanks. I got to correct another mistake here, and this involves Toys for Tots. Hold on. Hello. Hi, is this the wonderful Julie Kirkland? It is. Hi, Julie. This is the hat in hand begging for an apology, Big Dave. (laughs) 
There's no need for an apology. We're all busy. No, you, you can say that, but Ashley's not going to let me off the hook. Okay, so seriously, he, here is the deal. At her house in Delhi, uh, last year I came over because every year Julie and her family they just they get an enormous amount of toys, and they do this in honor of her sister every year. And uh, you have the Marines come by and get them. And this year, how many toys did you have, Julie, this past Saturday? We had 1,350. Wow. Holy cow. 1,350 toys that the Marines came by. And it happened this past Saturday, 1 o'clock at your house there in Delhi. Correct. Earlier this month, you had sent us a message. You know, you said, hey, Big Dave was able to come out last year. It's always great to see you guys. Great turnout. And you know that we support, obviously, Toys for Tots Well, she's, an, for Tots she's an official toy trooper. And you were like, do you think, you know, Big Dave can come out again? And I had stuff going on. So did Stat. Big Dave says, yes, I'm going to go out. And what do you know? I forgot. Oh well, my in gosh. my defense, I was working Santa Fest at Beachwood, and I didn't get done until like 15 to 1. I probably wouldn't have gotten over there in time, but I did space a thousand apologies, Julie. The apology is accepted. We'll just have to make sure we nail down a date for next year that we all can agree on. Next year has to be bigger. We're shooting for 1,500. Wow. It's going to be our fifth year, so got to go big. Yeah, well, you go big every year. I mean, 1,350 is already <laughs> incredible. big. All right, so you've forgiven me, but Ashley won't because, no. you know, she won't let things go because, you know, Ashley never makes a mistake. Well, I if I say I'm going to be somewhere, guess what? I'm going to be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just giving him a hard time. You know she is. All right, so, Julie, you're awesome. And you, yes. I mean, this year you've already got us. We're trying to do 10,000 toys for girls and boys. And now we're, we only need like 8,650. <laughs> it's a strong start. Yeah. Well, and that doesn't count yeah. what all we just picked up at all our four stops on the Skyline Conies for Toys Tour. True. You're an angel, girl. You are. And you do this for your sister. And tell us about her. She was mentally challenged and she passed away five years ago. And she just, she loved toys. At Christmas time, there'd be 100 presents under the tree. 80 of them were for her, probably. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and I'm the, ba I'm the baby of eight, so wow. pretty big family. <laughs> so we just wanted to find a way to honor her memory. And we heard you guys on the radio one year, and it was like, this is what we're going to do. This is it. So Amazing. that's what we started to do. Okay. Well, I mean, that's just awesome. And what is your sister's name? It's Cindy. Cindy. Mm -hmm. So for Cindy, every year, Julie and her family do this this year. 1,350 toys. Amazing. Thank you so much for doing this for Toys for Tots. We love you, Julie. We love you guys. Love listening to you every morning. Oh, God bless you. Well, I promise next year I will be there again. All righty. I'll hold you to that. That's right. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> Ashley's going to hold me to it, too. He's already sent me a calendar right. invite. Uh -huh. I did. Thank you so much, Julie. <laughs> Thank you. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. Back in 2019, a young man by the name of Michael came by our B105 studios and brought us $10 for Toys for Tots. And this was because your dad was in the service and you didn't know if he was going to be home for Christmas. And he joins me now, Michael. Hi. Hi. So how old are you now? Seven. Seven. So I guess if I'm doing the math right, you were three years old when you gave us $10 a few years ago? 
Yeah. So what are you doing here with me today? You stopped by the B105 studios with your grandmother, Michelle. What have you got for us? $20 for toys for Todd. Oh, my gosh. Look at this. You, you doubled the money this year? Yeah. And I've got Santa Claus's cell phone number. I don't give it out, but I can send him a text message to tell him what Michael wants for Christmas because you're on the nice list now for sure. So what would you like this year? A Hot Wheels set and a track. So a Hot Wheels set and a track that comes with it, that's what you want? Mm-hmm. Now I hear this Christmas you got some big special plans to go down to Florida and swim with the dolphins. Yeah. Are you looking forward to that? Mm-hmm. Now, do you think a dolphin swims faster than a Hot Wheel drives? Yeah. I bet they'd win that race. Michael, you're awesome. Thank you and your grandmother, Michelle, for stopping by and giving us $20 to help out the kids at Toys for Tots. Yeah. All right, will you tell the dolphins I said hi? Yeah. And I'll tell Santa the same for you. How about that? Okay. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. How stinking cute is that kid? Adorbs. All right, so you can go over to our B105 Facebook page and see a picture with me and Michael and his grandma, Michelle, there holding up that $20 bill. And we'd just like to throw it out there this morning. If you would like to match his donation for our 10,000 toys for girls and boys, you can do it through our Venmo right now. It's at 10K Toys. T-E-N-K Toys. Come on, don't make that $20. Just be only 20. Let's make it a bunch more. You can do that, right? You're over there. Y'all motivated. I am. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Okay, we're trying something a little different in a small town. Hey, it's Ashley. I'm at Lunkin Airport right now. Uh, if you guys remember, a couple weeks back, Stat said he drove through the Coney Island Nights of Lights and loved it, obviously. And I'm like, I want to see it from the sky. <laughs> well, Stratus Helicopter here in the area. They take people on tours, and I'm standing here with our pilot, Kylan. How you doing, Kylan? I'm doing great. <laughs> uh, glad to be with you today. So, okay, tell us a little bit about how long you've been doing this. I hope this isn't your first day as a pilot. What we're going to see, what to expect, should I be nervous? Luckily for you, it is not my first day. I've been flying a little over 10 years on helicopters alone. Uh, tonight, we're going to get a beautiful tour of Cincinnati, including some fine holiday lights over top of the Cincinnati Zoo. Festival of lights going on. Uh, also, we're going to be trucking through downtown, checking out all the fun stuff uh, that's going on there. The city's lit up beautifully, as always. Nice, clear night to fly, and you should not be nervous at all. I've been doing this a long time. I'm super excited. I'm just a little nervous. This is my first time in a helicopter. I'm excited to see the lights. It's going to be lit as long as you aren't. You good to go? I think I'm ready. It's going to be lit because I am not lit. <laughs> Real quick, if somebody else wants to book or they want to get out and do this, where can they get more information? Uh, you can visit us at stratushelicopters.com. Just check out our website. Can I get a get to the choppa, your best one? Get to the choppa. <laughs> All righty. And you did it, Ashley. And I'm jealous because I've never been up in a helicopter before. So what was it like? Well, I had to tell him how much I weighed. So that was cool to go, go forward with. I'm like, Ugh, is it going to be a problem? No. When I was up there, I will tell you, there'd be like a little thought through my head. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, this could go down at any second or what? Holy cow. But hey, it wants to stay in the air. I That's just the whole I thing. just moved that thought right to the, the back mm-hmm. and just took it all in. And yes, I took a bunch of pictures and videos on my phone, which you can see on our social pages, Instagram, B105, Facebook. But I was also trying to put my phone down 
and like, enjoy it. To enjoy it and live in the moment. Uh, they have different like tiers of tours. So mm-hmm. I took like the middle tier. I think we were up there about a little over 20 minutes. So what all did you fly over? We uh, flew over downtown, mm-hmm. which that's, was beautiful. That, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, uh, and you could see the ice rink on Fountain Square mm-hmm. and some of the lights there. Uh, the Roebling Bridge looked really pretty. And then we could have done Coney, but we decided to go over the zoo lights. How did that look? Awesome. Yeah. I mean, you got to, the pictures really don't do justice. I tried my best. Well, I mean, you're taking the pictures of lights on your phone. It never does I know. do justice. So but. I highly recommend, because I, you know, I just threw it out there. Like, I'm going to get in a helicopter and go see these lights and boom. Do you want to go? Do I want to get in a helicopter by myself or do I have to go with you? You'd have to go with no, me. No, I'll do it. I do. I would do it. Yeah, Jeez. I would love to do that. I think I fly mm-hmm. in. I mean, you know, I know the pilot now. His name's Kylan. So good. So, what was your favorite part of being in the helicopter? Mm. The turns, like I was kind of freaked out at them. Like he'd circle around, so then to get me closer mm-hmm. to the lights, I was freaked out by them. But by the end of it, I was like, I want to go further. I want to get back. <laughs> <Keep> <laughs> I, I got this. All right. See the right. lights and just I don't know. Being a, a new view of our city, which was absolutely beautiful. Okay, very nice. All right, well, go check it out. Ashley's Adventure there over on our B105 and Instagram and Facebook pages. Very cool. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Our good vibes today are coming from a very unlikely place, and it all begins with Thursday night's football game. Bengals against the Ravens. We're all very disappointed, of course, and just heartbroken that Joe Burrow's season ended when he tore a ligament in his wrist. Yeah. So his season is over. Now, we have kind of become big-time rivalries with the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, Mm -hmm. AFC Championship game the past two years. Everybody had it on their calendar for New Year's Eve. Bengals. against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and the Chiefs. So we thought, here we go. It's Burrow against Mahomes. So that's obviously not going to happen. It'll still be the Bengals and the Chiefs, though. But the Chiefs fans have turned this into a big positive here. And I didn't see this coming. Chiefs fans have started a Facebook page with a campaign to donate to the Joe Burrow Foundation, encouraging Chiefs fans to make $9 donations in honor of Joe's number. Whoa. And a lot of them are doing it. One of them even wrote with their donation, they donated nine times three to honor Joe Burrow's three wins against us. So the three times he's beaten Patrick Mahomes... That's what they wanted to signify there. Okay, that's sweet. One commenter said, excellent idea. I did it. I hope we flood them with donations to show we appreciate what he's done and what he's doing and wishing Joe Burrow a speedy recovery. Now, the majority of the donations on the page are well-wishers from Chiefs fans with comments like, I'm a fan of the cause and a fan of great quarterbacks. I'm a diehard Chiefs fan, but I love the budding rivalry between our two teams. Much love, Joe. Boom, $9. It's nice to hear because I did hear from some people when we went out to Kansas City Mm -hmm. that some of the fans out there weren't so nice. No. Well, they're being nice now. How nice? So far since this started, over $9,000 has been donated by Kansas City Chiefs fans in mostly $9 increments to the Joe Burrow Foundation. Holy cow. That's amazing. That is crazy. And so <laughs> that will help people at the holidays who are burdened with food insecurities. I love that this is a thing now in the NFL. Yes. Yeah, it's like turning a negative into a positive. And taking, hey, we're big time rivalries on the field, but off the field, let's do some good. Yeah. And a speedy recovery to Joe. And thank you to the Kansas City Chiefs fans for donating to the Joe Burrow Foundation. This is great. B. B105. More of the 
Big Dave podcast. It's the Big Dave Show, Dad Joke of the Day on B105. And this morning we have Alisana. She is a sixth grader at Walton Verona Middle School on her way to school. Is this your last day before the Thanksgiving break? Yes. Oh, then let's go out in style. Alisana, give us that joke. How does a turkey travel? Oh, I don't know. How, How does, does a, a turkey, turkey travel? travel? By the gravy train. <laughs> yes. And the gravy train always makes a stop at my plate. Alessandro, <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your last day of school. Thank you. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave Podcast, B105.com.